Do you just cry when you sit with the papers Thinking about what it's like and take away from us We're on a course for a head-on collision Scientists said this is what we've been missing Sorry that research is not for submission Friend Roger's dead and we'll be the one to listen Can't take the heat, now the planet is your kitchen She's like you're stuck in a contest of pissing Time to trade in Congress for a new edition It's Monday, May 25th, and I have with me today lovely April Stromberg. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? Great, great. Glad we finally got around to doing this episode. I know you had a busy day, but um, today the theme is going to be not don't have the time. That is something a lot of us, like a thing a lot of us say. I know I've said it a lot in my life, and I... I think a lot of us have that kind of reaction to a lot of things, whether it be our work, our friends, our family, personal development, or right memberships, things right, we said we would do and we don't. And we don't get to it Yeah, we ran out of time. Or we tell ourselves that. Right? Yeah. We say we don't have the time. I was actually thinking of that exact phrase the other day, and... Like putting on the the hat of the the mediator, right? Like a graduate certificate in mediation, a lot of things. Like the basis of mediation is learning to reframe things, right? Yeah. I think, and that's rooted in kind of behavioral psychology, like cognitive behavioral therapies and stuff like that. Is like the way to talk to yourself, like okay. reframing for yourself or reframing for others. But I kind of think of this idea, like we don't have the time and and how do how do I how do I address that in a in a way that I can reframe that to make it kind of actionable for myself? Do you follow me? Like, yeah. By saying like we don't have the time, if you look at it from like a perspective of that's the outside world saying you ran out of time. You don't have to like you can't find time anywhere to do a thing. That's putting the blame elsewhere. Like not on yourself. Like you could say, I'm not making the time. Exactly, exactly. So, and a lot of the times we get that, but by saying that I don't have the time, it's, I don't know, kind of like a cop-out, I think. You, you came across, like, an, you came across an article uh, saying, like, kind of the same thing. It was, like, a business coach on, you know, his membership package, and he would reach out to people saying that they would bill him. Yep. Uh, and people then, would what drop out. Then once they received the email about how much it would cost, then a percentage of people would cancel. 
and then he would reach out to them saying, hey, just out of curiosity, why did you cancel? And their response is, I don't have the time to participate. In his reaction or kind of what did he like, what did they say in the article to? Well, he basically says, I don't have the time has become the new catch all phrase for everything. Oh, like it's replacing. I'm so stressed. Like, I'm so stressed. I can't do this. Whatever it is someone's wanting you to do or. And I still hear that one from time to yeah. time. But or I, I'm so busy. Yeah. Just more excuses. It's a, just, but I mean, in a way, I like to say that, right? It's more excuses. And this is kind of like this is us pointing it. The other again. No, because it's you. I don't really say the, I'm so stressed. I don't know. I guess I don't really use any of these phrases because I'm pretty honest with myself. To say I just don't want to do certain things. Yeah. So I, but at work, it's a little different. I'm honest with myself often, but it's me not being honest with other people. And sometimes I'll say stuff like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not myself. I'm just stressed. And there's a lot of other things. Like well, talk, I think right? sometimes it's the easiest way to. Well, exactly. Those little like those little white lies. But yeah. that's what I'm kind of getting at is what are a way that we can kind of repackage and reframe these little white lies that we tell ourselves that kind of create a kind of habitually negative pattern right and this is like the whole point of reframing it's not saying that oh that idea is completely wrong that you don't have the time right there's some kind of truth to that like your time is allotted elsewise right whether through it's my priorities aren't there or i've mismanaged or there's a lot i do need to take i do need to take care of right yeah and to be like we owe it to ourselves to be honest what those things that we do need to take care of at that moment are. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think we'll, we'll get around to doing that if we keep just telling ourselves like that man was saying, like the article was saying, uh, the catch-all phrase, I don't have the time, is just to brush it off. Yeah, exactly. That's my one answer, and then I don't have to think about whatever I didn't have the time for before, and we do ourselves a disservice, so... You decide you don't want to pay for that. It's not something you're interested in. It's easy. It won't hurt people's feelings to say that. Yeah, and what I would just propose is kind of like maybe telling ourselves something that I'm not willing to take the time to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Right, and go a step further, like when we're comfortable enough to be honest with the other person, right? And this is the thing that I have, and probably you have, a hard, you probably have an easier time being upfront and honest with people that way, but... I don't, right? Like, I'll tell people I don't have the time. Right? When I probably yeah, do. I don't say that. And if I can't say, if I say I don't have the time, I, you know, all I need to do is go look at my screen time report to realize that I do have 15, yeah. <laughs> 15 minutes to do whatever it is. Two hours. <laughs> go with my friend to the store or yeah. whatever, whatever it is that I don't do, what I say I don't have the time for. Right? If I'm being honest, it is I'm not willing to take. You're not willing to take the time yeah. or rearrange or schedule your day a little better. Exactly. So I think some of the readings that we're going to look at today might mm -hmm. kind of help mm -hmm. like put this in perspective. I don't know. You picked out one from the John Maxwell Daily Reader, the oh. 28th. Yeah. So this is May 28th, Becoming More Disciplined. How are you doing when it comes to discipline? Do you take on mental and physical challenges just for the practice? Or are you constantly seeking a way to stay in your comfort zone? 
Do you sometimes regret that you've been unable to get yourself to do what you know to be right? Or most of the time, do you believe that you do the best that you can? And how do you react under pressure? Do the people on your team expect extra effort or a sudden explosion from you when things go wrong? Your answers to those questions will give you insight into whether you are winning the battle for discipline. To become a more disciplined team player, strengthen your work habits. Discipline means doing the right things at the right time for the right reason. Review your priorities and follow through to see if you're on track. And do something necessary but unpleasant every day to keep yourself disciplined. Take on a challenge. To strengthen your mind and resolve, pick a task or project that will put you in over your head. Doing that will require you to think sharply and act with discipline. Keep doing that and you will find yourself capable of more than you imagine. Tame your tongue. If you sometimes overreact emotionally, a first step to improvement is to stop yourself from saying things you shouldn't. The next time you want to lash out, hold your tongue for five minutes and give yourself a chance to cool down and look at things more rationally. Use this strategy repeatedly and you will find yourself in better command of your emotions. So he asks, what kind of example are you setting for your team? That's from his book, The 17 Essential Qualities of a Team. I like that idea. The, what kind of example are you setting for your team? I, th- I think about it now. I wanna, I, I've done this unintentionally. Do you know that? What? Uh, what one of my, I set an example for my team. I get well for my family anyways. One of my earlier episodes, I put out there, I threw it out to all the, all the family members because most of the reason I do this is for the people in my life. If not all the reason, actually, mm-hmm. I do this is for the people in my life. Anyway, so I set an example for, uh, for a cousin of mine. He asked me, like, where, where do you find the time to, to do the things, right? Like, I now play the guitar, which I didn't. Actually, just two years ago, I couldn't play the guitar. Yeah. Right? I, that's something I learned. I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a great guitar player. I'm getting it. Yeah. Right? I can... You, you can know, play. I can play what's recognized as music. <laughs> uh, would I do it in front of a bunch of people? No, right? But uh, you know, I'll do it in front of uh, friends and family or whatever. Uh huh. Actually, I did it. I guess in front of a bunch of people. I put it on this podcast once already. That, so yeah. I do That's play true. music. But that was so. Guitar has been one of those things in my life where often, like, I should have learned this a long time ago. I've been given guitars before. Right. And I never learned them in the, you know, I never learned it in the past because I've told myself or other people that, A, I didn't have the time or whatever the other reasons were. You know, it's painful. It hurts the fingers. You got to deal with the calluses. Uh, You can't, it's another one of those things you just can't do. And learning anything new is uncomfortable. So, like, you know, that guy said in the article, often our catch all phrase is that, don't have the time. I don't have the time. But what I liked about this reading was that, you know, through those exact practices, right, strengthening habits, taking on a new challenge, and taming my tongue, the way I told, uh, the way I told myself that I was willing to deal with the discomfort this time around, that I was willing to take on the challenge and buy, you know, commit to buying a guitar, Commit to finding a way to provide lessons to myself. Yeah. 
uh, and then just you know those little increments in strengthening the habits you know start with a couple minutes a day to where you can play something recognizable right whether it be a couple chords or a couple notes and it kind of get it got me going anyways and it kind of strengthened the habit and I just kind of continued on it kind of like the steamrolling effect but it all kind of changed with reframing and discipline well that yeah Exactly. It's all part of it, mm-hmm. right? And this is what that reading so helpful for. Yeah. And, and and I like this idea because it's not like, so I don't like to look at anything as a one, two, three step process, right? All of these things had to happen. I couldn't just strengthen a habit because I, like, how often do we go out and try to practice a thing and still don't like it and don't pick it up? Yeah. Often, I think. Yeah. I don't know how many sports or activities I've picked up and put down for that exact reason, but I think it was less of the practice of anything because guitar is some of the most uncomfortable feeling for your fingertips, for the way your wrists and hands just have to try to feel and they don't naturally (laughs) go in those positions. And you don't have the strength, so you have to go through that time while you build up the strength to get new chord shapes or Mm -hmm. note shapes or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, But you have to be willing, but it is really boils down to how you tell yourself. Right. Nobody's telling you, you can't except yourself. So I like this idea of like being the example. Like, so, so a, I've learned to now play the guitar, which proved to be an uh, inspiration to a family member of mine, which is all about. Friends yep. and family. Mm-hmm. And I encourage you, Brad, if you're interested in guitar or anything, right, just pick it up and, and, and try it. And it's the way you tell yourself that you want to do it. You'll find the time. You'll then. F- yep. You'll set aside time for something that you really want to do. You brought that up earlier, right? If you really want to do it, you kind of find the time yep. for it. Yeah. You'll rearrange your day to make sure that you can get to it. Even if you don't really want it, and I have a good example, look at your screen time report on your phone. <laughs> you found find the time. you found a lot of time to do a lot of stuff you probably would agree with yourself you'd rather not have done. If you look at, tell me your hours on any of your social media accounts or however your screen time report breaks it down. Yeah. Or it's okay to say that that's what you chose to do with that time. As long as you're not also saying, oh, I didn't have the time to do something else. Exactly. Because you spent five hours on social media and watching TV on your phone. It's okay to say, this is what I chose to do. As long as you're admitting to those who asked something of you or whatever gets to the point where you say, I don't have the time being honest it all comes down to because that would if you're being honest you'll feel good about what whatever you're doing yeah but that's being honest like we like i think a lot of us experience that life sucks sometimes yep some people experience worse than others but what it really boils down to is our attitude in the moment you know our life is a collection of those moments and our you know reaction to now we can go back and retell our stories the way we see fit to help us get on from that. That's a different subject. But I think I think going forward, I, uh, John C. Maxwell had another reading back on May 23rd that kind of helps us look at that from like kind of a, a positive attitude. 
Like how how we can reframe it that way? So, uh, what what did he say then on, on May twenty third? He said, "Your attitude toward life determines life's attitude toward you. How you think affects your approach to the success journey in a powerful way. What I believe about life determines how I perceive life, which determines what I receive from life. If you expect the worst, you will certainly get it. If you expect the best." Even when negative circumstances come your way, and they will because a positive attitude doesn't stop them, you can make the best of it and keep going. If you talk to people in the top organizations across the country, the higher you go, the better the attitudes you'll discover. A Fortune 500 study found that 94% of all executives surveyed attributed their success more to attitude than any other factor. That just goes to show you that if you want to go far, have a good attitude. A good attitude makes it possible for you to be successful. It gives you fuel so that you want to pursue your purpose, grow to your potential, and sow seeds benefiting others. It can give you the staying power to improve, but it also makes the journey more enjoyable along the way, no matter where it takes you. As former UCLA basketball coach John Wooden said, things turn out the best for the people who make the best of the way things turn out. So go into your day expecting only the best. There you go. It's all about that, dude. how you tell yourself these things in these moments. Yeah. Now, buyer beware, I always tell people this. Right? Because we know these things don't mean they always work out for the, the benefit of all. Because... And I like to point out these are leadership qualities, but sometimes these these ideas go too far because we see the people who are in charge right now <laughs> <laughs> probably had all the best expectations for themselves. Sure, sure. Not considering others, but hey, expect the best, whatever. I mean, but look at look look at how far they went in life. Yeah, sitting at the top of the. Top of the chain here. Yep. Whatever it is. <laughs> uh, be better than those people. Want yep. better things, I guess. All that is. But no, but it is it is how you kind of approach approach those moments in life. Right? Mm-hmm. And in the attitude we bring. It really it is the attitude we bring. In. I don't know. So I, I hope you guys I hope found that helpful. I did. Kind of goes along with what you've told me before. Keep smiling. Keep smiling. Fake it till you make it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All those little tips and tricks that help us get us through uh, yep. each of these days, right? Yep. And being honest with yep. and right. others. Well, to be honest with you, I can't wait until Wednesday. See what we're doing for the community segment. Uh, are we going to see you Wednesday? I'm sure. All right. <laughs> We look forward. Anyways, that was our episode. Uh, Till next time. Bye. Bye.